You're listening to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. Scientists at Harvard University have engineered a living laser. The setup for this living laser is identical to a traditional one. Two mirrors sit on either side of a gain medium, which is typically a crystal or a gas, but in this case is a human cell, genetically engineered to produce a molecule that gives some jellyfish their bioluminescence. Photons bouncing between the mirrors and passing through the cell collide with atoms and knock other photons free, creating laser light. The Harvard scientists anticipate that the method could be used as a way to collect information about biological systems, because the laser light carries information about the cell that produced it. And amazingly, the cell survives the process unscathed. If you're a little confused about how the living laser works, let's step back and talk about the traditional kind. A laser is really just a beam of light, but so is a flashlight. So what makes them different? In a flashlight, the photons, or particles of light, are like kindergartners on a sugar high. They're running around in every direction at lots of different wavelengths or colors without regard to the direction the other photons are going. But photons in a laser are like a drill squad. They're organized, they move in step with each other, they're all the same wavelength, and they move in the same direction. So how do we get a drill squad of photons? Well, we start with a gain medium, like the gas, or in this case, the cell. The medium is made up of atoms, which contain electrons, that move around the atom at distinct energy levels. So sort of like people in a building, they're all walking around on different floors. If an electron is knocked down a level, it releases energy in the form of a photon. Now, different photons will be emitted based on what floor the electron was on. And if a particular photon finds an atom where there is another electron on the same floor, it will knock loose another photon just like it. This is called stimulated emission. Stimulated emission is what sets a flashlight and a laser apart. The photons in a laser are the same in every way, phase, wavelength, direction, So together, they're more effective, like a drill squad. The word laser is actually an acronym, which stands for Light Amplified by Stimulated Emission Radiation. In the case of the living laser, the first photon is produced by the bioluminescent molecule. The scientists then place two mirrors on either side of the cell, trapping the photons. Bouncing back and forth, they set off a chain reaction of stimulated emission, forming an army of photons all in sync with each other. A slit in one of the mirrors releases photons traveling in the same direction, and we have a laser. To emphasize how important it is that the photons in a laser be lined up and in sync, consider this. What's the difference between a needle and a baseball? If I take a needle and press it down on my palm, it doesn't take a lot of pressure to drive the needle all the way through my hand. Please don't try this at home, I didn't. But if I take a baseball and press down on my palm with the same amount of pressure I did with the needle, I certainly wouldn't drive the baseball through my hand. The difference is that the energy is focused into a point, so it can do more damage, even if it's over a smaller area. 
So like a needle or a scalpel, a laser can do damage, but it can also be very precise. More precise, in fact, than a needle or a scalpel. Lasers can make much finer cuts in surgery than traditional tools. We're always finding new and innovative ways to use and improve lasers, and now someone has produced them using living material. The entire living laser setup is only about 20 micrometers, or 20 millionths of a meter across, so this could be something you could have inside your body. It's just speculation now, but potentially a living laser could send doctors information about cells while they are living and working inside you, maybe even identify harmful cells and destroy them. If you want to learn more about lasers, well, you've come to the right place. APS threw a year-long celebration in honor of the laser's 50th birthday, and you can find information about that at laserfest.org. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, resources, physics activities, blog posts, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.